Unsure about your future after school? From finances to college, from adult education to military options, the Life After School podcast is for you. Now on to the host, Charles Prince. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Life After School. So glad all of you have joined us and we are again appreciative of all of you who continue to share our episodes and share our show to everyone, regardless whether it's on social media or via word of mouth. We're just truly appreciative and just thankful for all of you who have been tuning in every week and listening to this podcast as we continue to grow and our influence both domestically and internationally. And uh, I know last week we talked a bit about continuing to talk about taxes. However, I do think we've exhausted a lot of what we could talk about taxes as far as for those of you who are just graduated high school or getting ready to graduate high school. And same with college, getting ready to graduate college or going away from college. Uh, We pretty much discuss all the things that we could talk about. We could delve more into it, but... I do feel like a professional might do a little better job of covering some basics that I might have forgotten. So that's uh, one thing that I'm going to leave to a professional later on down the road to kind of discuss a little more some of these things and maybe even answer some questions from you, uh, the audience, and be able to help have a better understanding of taxes in general. Um, We are starting something new, this podcast, this episode. And we are going to be talking about it for the next few episodes. One heavily requested topic that I have been asked to cover is the topic of shopping and uh, more specifically food shopping. Now, you might have uh, noticed if you've gone to the grocery store, especially if you are paying for your own gro- your own groceries, that inflation has really hit hard on how much groceries cost nowadays. It's uh, very difficult. It's very um, stressful, anxiety-inducing as you look at these prices and wonder to yourself, how can I afford paying for groceries? And I believe that I am fairly qualified to talk on this topic. There are numerous people you can go to to talk to uh, talk to or listen to about shopping and listening for shopping tips and whatnot. And I am not an expert. However, I do have some qualities that I would be able to bring to the table that a lot of uh, people that talk on this topic may not be able to bring to the table. I'm not saying what I'm about to say, only um, I fall into that category. However, one reason I believe that I can talk very extensively about this topic because I lived in very, very many different areas of the country. For those of you that do not know me, I was raised in a town called Lithia Springs, which is located in Georgia. And the town itself is not that big, but it is located in the Atlanta metro area. And because of that, I grew up in a very, very dense um, place where markets are everywhere. Grocery stores are everywhere. Um, When my family and I first moved to Lithia Springs, 
uh, the closest grocery store to us was an Ingles and a Walmart that was further down the street. As the longer we've lived there, and also a Kroger that was a little further past the Walmart. The longer we lived there, more stores started to come up. Now, the closest store to where my mom lives at now is a Publix, and the Ingles is still there. We have a Walmart Supercenter that has been built in Lithia Springs since I've lived there. We also have another Supercenter in our county in Douglasville. And so we have those options, and we have uh, the Kroger store, another Kroger store that's a little closer. And the point that I'm trying to get across is I am used to growing up in a place where there are multiple options to shop. So you can go and shop around and compare prices and be able to get some idea of where some of the cheaper uh, items are. Some stores might have certain items for cheaper that other places may not. Now, a lot of people that get food tips, they may fall in that category and living in an area where there are numerous options for them to choose from. Um, however, even though I grew up in that and I also had that similar experience when I lived in Columbus, Georgia, and also when I lived in the Memphis, Tennessee area, I also have experience on the direct opposite realm of that as well. Back in 2014 to 2019, I lived in a town called Deming, New Mexico, which if you're not familiar with Deming, if you look on your map app, your maps app and look for El Paso, Texas, which is on the extreme western part of Texas. And if you see where I 10 goes through El Paso, just follow that west and you'll eventually run into a town that's kind of placed in the middle of nowhere called Deming. That is where I lived at for five years. That's where I worked at as a minister. Me and my wife lived there. And the thing about Deming is it was kind of a culture shock to me because I went from living in places where there was so much competition for food and comparing prices and going to different stores, going from being around five stores in a one uh, five mile radius to just only having a Walmart, one local grocery store called Peppers and a family dollar and a couple of dollar generals. And it was a big culture shock because I was thankful we had Walmart. Uh, Walmart definitely made shopping fairly cheap, living and deming. But it was kind of a culture shock to me because I'm used to having multiple stores where I can go and do some price comparison and go and uh, get different things. Because that's how I grew up on. And so a lot of times if we wanted to go to a bigger store, or stores or a city that has some of the bigger chains. Like for instance, if I wanted to go to Sam's Club, we had to travel an hour, roughly an hour, give or take, to Las Cruces to go shop at Sam's Club. And sometimes we might need some stores that are not in Las Cruces. So we might travel a little further than Las Cruces to go to El Paso, Texas to shop at some of those stores. And so the amount of time it took to travel I know how it is traveling to get to shop, but what's even crazier, despite the fact that I lived in Deming for five years and getting adjusted to the fact of having only a Walmart in town and a Pepper's grocery store in, in town, I have experienced even a step further than that. 
After my wife and I left Deming, we moved to Lyman, Colorado. And if you're not familiar where Lyman is at, again, get on your maps app, uh, find Denver or Colorado Springs and look east. And if you look east, you'll see a town literally in the middle of nowhere called Lyman. Now, that town, I have a lot of experience shopping in that town as well. There is no Walmart. There is no kind of major chain store besides a Dollar General. And we had one local grocery store called Stop and Shop. And Stop and Shop's quality was pretty decent. And I have not had any major issues getting stuff from that store. However, because Stop and Shop was the only grocery store in town, they had what was called a geographic monopoly. This meant that they could charge prices for pretty much however much they want to charge for prices. Now, some of it is because they are a geographic monopoly, so they are taking advantage of the fact that they can charge higher because there is no competition for them. But I also know that some of the some of the prices are not all driven by a geographic monopoly type scenario, but I know some of these prices are also driven by the fact that since there is no major chain of stores in Lyman, that I do know that they do have to pay a little extra for logistical costs for these trucks to stop in Lyman and for Lyman to be the only place they stop at. Now, you might have some stores that, um, and especially we had uh, some truck stops and some gas stations that might sell some similar products such as uh, alcohol and cigarettes and whatnot. So um, if they come to stop in Lyman, they're not just uh, stopping at one store. They're stopping at multiple places. So a little more economical for certain items like that to might be a tad bit cheaper. But when you're selling items that is only sold at one store, um, I can imagine the, lo- the logistics of getting those uh getting those shipping and those trucking companies to stop there might be a little bit more difficult. So it is a combination of it being the only grocery store. And I imagine just some of the logistics, the logistical travel of getting items to the store. I bring all this up because I have a wide range of experience when it comes to shopping. I know how to um, compare prices. I know how it is to also travel very long distances to shop because there are times when stop and shop was so pricey. Um, there's times where it's not uncommon where I've bought 10 or 15 items and it almost cost me a hundred dollars shopping there at, at stop and shop in Lyman, Colorado. So if I was able to, my wife and I would go to Colorado Springs to shop. And that was an hour and a half. Uh, the closest Walmart to Lyman was right outside of Colorado Springs, but it's pretty much Colorado Springs, Falcon, Colorado. There was a Walmart there that my wife and I did a lot of shopping at, and that cut down our grocery bill quite a bit. However, the bad thing about living in a town like that and going out of town to shop, I'm the type of person that I am not good at list. My wife, she's amazing at list. And she does a great job with lists, but there's times when I don't tell her something to put on the list and I'll, will, I will forget. And so I'm the type of person where I have to go to the store a couple times a week 
even after doing our main grocery shopping, and I'm trying to get better at that, um, maybe I could try a little harder because I feel like I say I try, but I'm not really trying too hard. I really do need to get better at it. But it's not uncommon for me to go back to the store and be like, okay, I need to get this item, that item, because I forgot to get this and that. And living at the places I lived at and where I currently live at and uh, outside of the right not right outside of the Cincinnati area. This is the Cincinnati area, but living right outside of the city of Cincinnati, um, I have that option to go and do that. I do need to break that habit regardless. But in Lyman, it got expensive because there's times we're buying a few items that I might've forgot at Walmart, or um, we'd also shop at King Supers sometimes, which if you're not familiar with King Supers, if you are familiar with Kroger. King Supers is the uh, store that Kroger owns out in Colorado and other states out west. And I and there's other store names too that um, Kroger owns. I don't remember all of them. But anyway, we shop at King Supers and we shopped at Walmart. Every once in a while, we went to Albertsons and Safeway to find maybe one or two specialty items that we could not find at Walmart or King Supers. We didn't do that often because Albertsons and Safeway were extremely expensive. They were very expensive stores. So we didn't do too much shopping at those uh, stores. As a matter of fact, I believe the only reason we stopped there was to pick up Sweet Habanero Cholula hot sauce. We didn't go, we didn't go to Colorado Springs just to get that hot sauce. We had to be in the area and Safeway was on the way back to Lyman. So... And it was in the same town where that Walmart is located that we shopped at. So it was not too much out of the way for us to stop in real quick, grab a couple bottles of my Cholula sweet habanero sauce, a hot sauce, and then be on our way back to Lyman. So it's I have a lot of experience with shopping in these different locations. And it gives me a very, very wide range of experience Because one thing that I love about these uh, shopping tips and these people that give these tips, I love the tips they give. But one thing I feel like is missing, I feel like so many of the people that give these tips are giving tips based on the fact that you live in a place that has at least more than two grocery stores or at least has a Walmart. And I've been in those areas areas where there was no Walmart anywhere around where you had to sometimes make that decision of what can I buy? I don't think I bought more food items from Dollar General in my life than I than when I lived in Lyman. I had to shop at Dollar General a lot because there's a lot of things that I just got cheaper at Dollar General than I did at Stop and Shop. And I'm not a real big fan of getting food items from Dollar General and I got my own personal reasons for that. So I'm just taking this episode to explain why I have such great experience and can offer a lot of great tips. And just a couple, I'm going to throw just a couple of tips right now that can kind of apply for everyone, regardless whether you live in a major metropolitan area or you live in the middle of nowhere. And again, I have lived in both. So I know how this works. Um, First tip I want to give that can apply to everyone is be on the lookout for coupons. Coupons are extremely important. We're going to do an episode that's going to specialize in coupons and 
specialize and how to find coupons because I am currently starting this journey of trying to find coupons, taking my time to shop and clip coupons digitally, try to find coupons I can print at home because with the price of uh, food nowadays and with inflation continuing to rise, I am trying to do everything I can to cut down the grocery bill as much as possible. Um, and I am very surprised. Uh, my wife and I went to Kroger real quick uh, earlier this evening, and I wanted to test out a lot of the digital coupons that I had clipped on my Kroger account. And I was a little bit in shock that I don't remember the last time I bought that many, that much items. I believe we bought two big things, a cereal. Um, I'm trying to remember what else we bought bag of chips, some pepperoni. Uh, I want to say picked up some hot dog buns and there's two or three other items that we picked up. And I don't remember the last time just picking up items like that and the other things we bought and it costing other under $30. Matter of fact, um, we saw all the, um, all the savings add up at the end when we did, when we checked out and it was crazy seeing it go from the thirties, I believe $35, $36 to only being $28. And that was really made me feel good and made me realize, man, I really need to step up my game and trying to make sure that I can find things that will help us cut down on costs. So if you're not um, into couponing, I strongly recommend you do so. I'm not saying to go extreme couponing. I'm not even sure how people do that and how they get two, three hundred dollars worth of stuff down to 40 bucks and 30 bucks. I don't know how they do that. And I don't think I have the time to do that. However, sometimes just finding a few coupons here and there can give you a few dollars savings that can go a long way. So definitely do not turn your nose up at coupons. Um, Keep coupons in mind, um, especially if it's a coupon of an item that you buy on a regular basis. Two, um, budget your money. Budget how much you want to spend. And this is very important because when you budget, it makes you more conscious about what you are spending, how you are going to spend that money on food, and what you're going to buy. When you budget something and you're are disciplined enough to stick to that budget, you're going to think to yourself, especially when you go shopping, you're going to think, oh, oh man, we got these items and we're only down to $50 left. So what do we do? Do we really need this item? Do we need the items that are in the cart? Do we need to put something back? And you might think to yourself, well, we always get this brand. Do we want to keep getting this brand, this name brand? Maybe we should go off brand on that, which we'll have an episode on off brand versus national brand. I strongly encourage you to listen to that one. That one's going to be a good one, in my opinion. Um, A lot of things that I've learned from that. But when you budget and you stick to the budget, it really makes you think really hard about what you're shopping for, how you're shopping and what you're going to buy. And it makes you kind of more concentrated on what you need to do instead of getting caught up in a lot of the tactics grocery stores use to get you to go over your budget or buy things you don't need. And third thing, real quick tip to uh, and this one is a common one, regardless whether you're in a small town like Lyman or a smaller 
or town smaller than Lyman or in a major metropolitan area, never go to the store hungry. Um, when you go to store hungry, you are going to buy more. You're going to buy more snack items. You're going to want to have something that cra- that will satisfy your craving. And it's not uncommon to buy something that you're going to open up and eat in the car, regardless whether it's a bag of chips, a candy bar, whatever it is. It is not uncommon to find something that you're going to say, you know what? I'm hungry, so let me get this and I will open it up in the car. May not say that to yourself, but most likely you're going to end up opening the car. If not in the car, you're going to open it as soon as you get home. And when you shop hungry, you are you have that mindset that you're thinking more about food than usual. And so you are going to spend more on food and on items you do not need. And again, this is just a brief overview, and I really just wanted to explain why I have the expertise to talk about shopping, not because I'm an expert, but I do believe I have a well-rounded opinion due to the fact that I've lived in very, very different um, grocery store environments, so I can give advice for people that live right down the street from me which is the Cincinnati metro area, or whether someone who lives literally in the middle of nowhere where the closest Walmart is over an hour away like it is in Lyman, Colorado, I have what you need to help save you money. You all have a good rest of your night, good rest of your weekend. Take care and never give up on your dreams. Thank you for listening to the Life After School podcast hosted by Charles Prince. Check your favorite podcast platform for a new episode every Thursday. Never give up on your dreams. Fighting to create.